Hey, this is Dave Fry from Siwa Province. So glad you're tuned in to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's show, we sit down with Dave with Sidewalk Prophets. You can catch Sidewalk Prophets now on tour on the Songs and Stories Tour. Well, Dave, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me this evening. So honored. Yes, thanks for having me, Jake. Yeah, so uh, from time to time, we do some Instagram stalking when we interview our artists. And we noticed that you are a big Disney fan, and I live in Florida. Oh, wow. And so we have passes and get to go to Disney uh, quite often. And so, Dave, you recently were at Disney. What is your your go-to ride when you go there? What do you have to ride? Bro, you brought up a sore subject, man. (laughs) I think you might even know. Flash Mountain. Uh, Yeah, my favorite ride by far was always Splash Mountain. There was something about Zippity Doodah. I I had it sung at my wedding. Uh, I I just I fell in love with Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear and have all the little characters on my. uh, If we go to if you go to right uh, right across from me is our Disney guest room and uh, I have Pirates of the Caribbean poster original hanging up. I got a 1975 Winnie the Pooh poster, but my. My favorite is the Splash Mountain uh, ride attraction uh, poster that's hanging up there. So I'm going to have to find a new ride, man. I guess now um, I always said the People Mover in Tomorrowland, the Transit Authority, (laughs) is my second favorite ride. But that's because on a hot day, there's nothing better than just chilling on the the People Mover, just some people watching and going through Space Mountain. So, yeah. On a hot day, I like uh, Carousel Progress. No, dude, no. No, that's a – that's a see because you don't have a toddler. If you go in Carousel Progress, everyone falls asleep, and then when the ride ends, you got sad baby on your hands. <laughs> I, I say, love Carousel Progress. Yeah, boy, oh boy, uh, exhaustion's real when you have a two year old. We recently rode the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. And oh yeah, it made me sick, man. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, is it one of those screen ones? Because I love, I love me some Harry Potter. I love Universal Studios, all that stuff. But like. Those rides, man, they they are so jerky and woof. It's yeah, a roller yeah, coaster. Get, it's an indoor roller yeah. coaster, but there's a lot of screens that you yeah, go. Yeah, that's in. what I heard. Um, yeah, it is pretty sweet, but boy, I yes. I just like woo after I got off. <laughs> so yeah, they, I'll have to try that one sometime. Oh yeah, and take so, some tablets before I go. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get your start um, in CCM World, and how did uh, you know sure. all that came about, and how did Sidewalk Profits and all that happen? Dude, sometimes I still like think i'm dreaming uh because man i i was a kid that grew up listening to jesus freak record listening yeah. to jars's first record newsboys take me to your leader third day's first album and and uh audio adrenaline's bloom those are my like top five got me into it uh i mean man i could go on michael w smith's go west young man was one of the first ones my first concert was new kids on the block but then carmen was my second yeah. concert so, so like you could go way back right um uh, one of my favorites of all time, uh, by far, is Rich Mullins, and mm. and so on and on and on, and and dreaming, you know. Actually, it's like to me, there were three things I wanted to be when I grew up. I wanted to either be an astronaut, a Chicago Cub, or or a, a or a Christian singer, and uh, and I just, you know, growing up, you think, oh, these are all unattainable things, and even going into college, um, you know, I went to a school called Anderson University in Indiana, and. Mm-hmm. I just, I was an English major and I loved literature. I, I, 
uh, I just felt like maybe, you know, hey, God's maybe calling me to be a teacher like my mom. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be happy doing that because I love books and, and, and you know, uh, songwriting, all those things. And long story short, um, my buddy Ben happened to be going to, to school with me. And he's like, man, we should write some songs together. And so we duct tape a, a microphone to our dorm room ceiling. And it was back when Napster was legal. So we shared <laughs> our files across campus. And we somehow got entered to this student-led record label competition, like a battle of the bands. And we won, uh, which is nuts because we went up against John McLaughlin. I don't know if you know who that yeah. is. Dude is handsome. He is has one of the greatest. He can play the piano better than anyone I've ever seen. And we beat him. Now, I'm just saying, uh, but but the, the next time we went up against him, we lost. But all that being said, uh, uh, I really am, am honored. I, I really do think it was God just opening cracks of doors so that we could tiptoe through them and see what was going on. And I'm so grateful that he slammed other doors in my face. Yeah. Um, when I was in college, I was, uh, I was engaged to the wrong person. And when we went out and tried to make something happen, we went on this tour and went into some debt to trying to go out and, and live <laughs> our dreams after college ended. And while that was going on, it, it, things were falling apart with that relationship. And thank God they did. Uh, Cause now I'm, I'm with the love of my life and I have a two year old beautiful son. So all that being said, my journey into the CCM world uh, took years. It took decades. It took church camps upon church camps. It took coffee shops where nobody was listening. And um, we, we started writing those songs in 2001 and we moved to Nashville in 2007. And uh, in 2009, we signed a record deal with Word Records. Thanks to our song, You Love Me Anyway. That was the song. When we wrote that song, we were like, man, this is better than anything we've written. Like, this is something special. God is definitely a part of this. Let's take it to Nashville, see what can happen. Just see on a hope and a prayer. Uh, my buddy Ben, if, if you don't know Ben McDonald, he's our manager, but he he is a door knocker, a door kicker downer. He, if you tell him he can't do something, get, he's going to do it. Uh, and uh, there's no limits. And I'm grateful for him because uh, without him, I wouldn't be here today. He was on stage with me for you know over a decade, but uh, now he manages and, and is the heart, the beating heart of our band. So uh, super grateful for our camaraderie and, and all the songwriting we, we've done over the years. That's awesome. So you mentioned Napster. Do you, do you still have a MySpace? That was the way that our bass player joined the band uh, yeah. 15 years ago. And are uh, you love me anyway? We put on our MySpace and it was killing it. And our bass player was like, that's not a bad song. Maybe I'll join these guys. And uh, he's played some of those church camps with us. And lo and behold, thanks to him, he actually, the A&R representative from our record label came to his school and talked to him on the last day of class. And he gave her our CD. So wow. uh, I don't know if we still have our MySpace, uh, but MySpace was an integral part in us. Probably don't uh, remember the password. <laughs> Dude, I was just thinking about MySpace, though, is what a cool place. Nobody threw shade at anybody. You posted little buttons of things you liked. You had a, a set list of all your favorite songs. People, It was like your little treehouse that people could come into and hang out. <laughs> and there was no politics. Like People were just like, hey, come to my MySpace page. Let's hang out. And, uh, dude, I miss that. Like Facebook yeah. is, is gotten worse and worse and worse. And Twitter is just a, a dumpster fire. But yeah. all that being said, I miss those MySpace days. <laughs> Absolutely. So Dave, your all songs and stories tour is coming up and Christian music guys will actually be at your uh, awesome. Ocala, Florida show doing some media. And so what can fans expect about this tour and what, what do y'all have planned for this? 
You know, we, we were thinking about it a lot, and I think we're leaning heavy into the songs sides of things. We have a lot of stories to tell, um, as usual, uh, but but the songs, man, um, we're going to be, it's just the three of us. So it's uh, Cal joined us, like I said, uh, 2007 through Craigslist, and then our, our lead guitarist joined us in uh, nine and a half years ago. And so those guys have been with us forever. And, and um, it's just me and those two guys going out on tour. Uh, and so it'll be an into more intimate show. It's uh, a lot of acoustic instruments, but lest you think we're not going to rock, we're still going to rock. Dan is an incredible guitarist and we are going to in integrate looping, uh, which if you don't know what looping is, it, it allows a three person act to become a band. Uh, our, yeah. our, our guitarist also can play drums. Our bass player can also play keyboards. So we're going to be looping things and building them throughout the set. We'll even have the audience kind of help us build songs together. You guys will become the choir. Uh, so it's going to be a fun, interactive night, uh, an intimate night. Uh, but we're going to have, I mean, we're going to have a blast too. We got a whole lot of joyful, uh, maybe possibly deep moments that will derail the entirety of the show and, and, uh, uh, hopefully in the best of ways. And, uh, and so, yeah, we, we're, we're just really excited. I think the key of all of it is we want people to come in and feel like, uh, they can check their burdens at the door. They can just come in and, and hang out with some friends and realize that, uh, you know, we, we don't call our fans fans. We call them great big family members because uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, that's what we all are. And uh, I think that it's so important to remind ourselves each and every time we get together uh, that, that God sees us, that we should, if we're going to spend eternity together, we might as well get to know each other here, you know. So that's what we want to do and have a fun time doing it, praising the Lord. So Absolutely. Well, we're looking forward to it, and uh, Thanks, it's going to be an awesome time. So one of um, my favorite sidewalk songs would have to be the words i would say um, Thanks, as, a, as a powerful song and a great message behind that so but for the fans that may not know the story behind that song could you could you tell our fans sure yeah we, fans about that? yeah it was our first radio single and uh i remember uh the, the radio team when we wrote it they were like we should release this one first and i wanted to release you love me anyway first but i'm so glad radio team definitely knew what they were doing and, and little did i know the impact that it would have it to me it was just a song about my grandpa and uh my buddy ben when we sat down to write it together uh with our friend sam uh sam is man dude i wish you i wish the world could know sam mizell because uh, he just, uh, man, so many songs we wrote with Sam are my favorites. And uh, that one, we just sat down. This was like our first big write in Nashville. And here's this other dude. We don't know him, but he seems a lot like us. And come to find out, he's cut from the same cloth. And uh, he's like, what What are we going to write about, boys? And, and, and Ben's like, man, what if we just wrote about what our parents would say if they would just could just say one thing to us? And I'll never forget, literally, we've never met this guy. We were in the room for five minutes. Ben says that, and he says, I know what my grandma would say. She'd say, be strong in the Lord. Never give up hope. You're going to do great things. You know, you she would say, God's got his hand on you. And he literally wrote the chorus like verbatim in five seconds and started playing along with it. And, and I was like, whoa. I was like, that's how easy songwriting is? Like, this is our first right in Nashville. <laughs> and, uh, and then what happened was uh, after we finished that chorus, uh, for some reason, Sam was hungry. So we went out and he took us to this brand new restaurant. And it was called Five Guys. <laughs> We'd never go. been there. And so we had Five Guys for the first time. So talk about writing a, a hit song, eating Five Guys, then going back to finish the verses. And uh, in, in the midst of all that, you know, hilarity and, and the, the time we got to tell stories, I was telling Sam about my granddad. And my granddad was a World War II veteran. Uh, you know, he, all these things that he did 
heroically that my brother and I didn't even know about because we just saw him as grandpa and granddad. And, um, I, he didn't speak very well, but when uh, he had had a stroke before I was born, but before what he did say was always powerful. Um, Mm. whenever he did say, and most of the time he would just say, I love you. And so whenever he spoke, you listened. And, uh, with my grandpa, um, the story goes that, that, uh, I was here in Nashville. Um, we had just moved down and, and we're getting our footing and, and, uh, it was about three in the morning and my mom called me and said, Hey, your, your granddad's passing away. You need to come home. And, uh, I was so shook up that I, I couldn't, like I was, I was going to get into a car accident mm. if I just left then. And, uh, we kind of knew it was coming, but you never do. Uh, and so I sat down, I wrote him a letter and, uh, by the time the letter was done, it was like 4am. I was like, I'm just going to go. And I, I drove through the night all the way back to Indiana and I made it home and I, I made it home in time to read my grandpa that letter. I got to sing with him, uh, you know, sing over him uh, and and he passed away. And I knew uh, even in the moment how what a treasure it was um, that I got that time with him because not a lot of people get to say goodbye. Uh, you don't know what's coming next. And so what we always say about words, uh, that became the verse of the song, of course. And what we always say is it's our letter to inspire many letters of love. That's incredible. Uh, Thanks, man. So this is a fan driven podcast. And so from time to time, we'll have fans write oh, us, cool. write us things. And so they knew that we were interviewing you. And so we have a question from Jessica from Louisville, Kentucky. She loves your Louisville. song, come to the table. And she mm-hmm. loves the line. She says uh, the part where you say anyone who's been let down, all the lost mm-hmm. have been found, all have been yeah. labeled right or wrong. So she's right. uh, that really ministers to her. So can you tell Jessica and the fans about Come to the Table? Sure. Come to the Table uh, is when we wrote with our friend friend Ben Glover. We wrote Live Like That and Come to the Table with him. And uh, I remember Ben uh, flying out and we were at a, we were at a, uh, it was just a cabin in the woods. We needed to get away and, and things were going on business side of things and and life things. And so Ben and I flew out to this cabin. And we flew other riders into the cabin and they would spend like three days with us and it had no cell phone service. Mm. And so we, all we had were the movies that happened to be at this cabin. And one of the movies was the movie hook. And we were watching the movie hook and uh, we're thinking about, you know, our favorite scenes. And I love that scene where Peter finds, you know, this guy, Robin Williams playing Peter Pan finally figures it out that he's, that he's Peter Pan. And a food fight breaks out like instantly. And he's there at this table full of these lost boys. And it just, it just struck me in the moment, man. Like I st- thought about the people that Jesus hung out with and you, but they were just lost dudes, man. They were lost boys and girls. Like they were so lost and people that you'd walk by and not think too, too, you know, give, give two hoots about. And there he was in the middle of them. And I just wondered if when we get to heaven, if there's going to be people were like, how did you get here? And then you're like, how, how did I get here? Like, you know, and, and, Maybe maybe Apostle Paul will throw a roll and hit you in the head, and like his food <laughs> fight will break out. But you never know what's going to happen. And in 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 doing that, we we kind of researched, you know, who the disciples were, and a bunch of fishermen, like I said, that you probably would just walk by and not think to, uh, you know, not think about it all. And and it just hit me that like everyone, everyone, like while we're here, like there are people that we excommunicate from heaven instantly, like mm-hmm. with our judgments and things, dude. Everyone is worthy of the love of Jesus Christ, everyone. And so we wanted to find a way to communicate that. And so honestly, that that bridge 
the way that it poured out of Sam, the words I would say, that bridge poured out of me in like five minutes. Like the, wow. the thief and the doubter, the hero, the coward, the prisoner and the soldier, the young and the older. Like it just all those things came out. And I realized I was kind of naming everything that I could, you know, and, and finding, finding a way to say everyone is welcome at the table of Jesus. And I, I truly believe that. And I know someday I'll get to heaven and I'll realize that I walked past so many people and, and didn't take the time. And so I just hope that while I'm here, God will convict me enough to say, hey, spend some time with these folks. Because again, if we're going to know each other eternally, we might as well get to know each other and love each other well here. Wow. Yeah, that I will say, Dave, that is probably one of my top five movies. I love yeah. that hook. And it's nostalgia. Thank God for Rob Williams doing that because then you yeah. were you were inspired to write such a it's wonderful it. song, man. And you uh, never know where things come from. It's funny, <laughs> like you said, like you coming from. Uh, I love C.S. Lewis. I love a lot of C.S. Lewis literature and books. And uh, but yeah, that that day God used the movie Hook wow. <laughs> to help us inspire us. Yeah, I wonder what kind of song you would be inspired by the movie terminator or something you know oh man uh, back to the future there's a song on our uh, something different record uh called i'd rather have you it's totally back to the future wow. while we were recording that record uh our our uh, producer put a movie on on one tv and had my lyrics on on the other so that i could have inspiration for every song and so someday i could break down the entirety of the movie list of that that record but uh, yeah anyways awesome. i digress so this next part, uh, we've asked, I've asked some pretty softball questions and sure. now we're going to get to the hard, serious questions that everybody wants to know about sidewalk problems. Mm, deep. All right. <laughs> so this is a segment we like to call favorite things. So I'm just going to give you a word and you tell me your favorite thing. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. So the first is what is your favorite food? Man, uh, that's a hard one because I, I like variety is would be my favorite food. Uh, my son is the same. Like if we give him something, something too long for too much for too long, he'll he'll you know say I'm done. Uh, but I think if I had to like pin me down, seafood is my favorite food. Oh, I, nice. I grew up in Indiana, which is where the seafood is. You know, no, there's none there. And so anytime <laughs> I can have a good scallop, I would say if I had to pick a seafood, scallops are my favorite food in the whole wide world. I love but, scallops. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Awesome. What is your favorite movie? Ooh, that now that is hard. Uh, my dad was a movie theater manager growing up, so you can tell that influence is strong. Um, I used I, I would always say Life is Beautiful is this Italian film uh, about a about a man. It's a love story for the first half, and then it's a movie about uh, him being in an in imprisonment and internment camp uh, and a Holocaust. And it's just this strange juxtaposition of humor and and joy and beauty and i love life is beautiful will always be one of my favorite movies of all time and then i also think disney's robin hood uh is also up there so like yeah. there's just something so jovial um about that movie um i was just thinking like the, my, my son being two we watched moana and there's all that the takas scene where this lava monster comes out scared him and, and he snuggled into daddy uh and i was like man there's not a lot of disney movies without that scariness mm -hmm. and then i was like you know what Robin Hood's pretty chill, and so and so we got to try that out next time. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think I think those two movies uh, I highly recommend. What uh, do you have a show that you binge? Um, man, I, I, I've I have uh, quite a few. I guess the original, the OG binge show was was Lost. Yeah. That was the bin, the beginning of it all. Um, I remember being in the van with the guys and Cal Van. When we would have these long drives to get from church camp to church camp or, or place to place, we would put on some lost and the hours would fly by. And what was funny is 
it's every once in a while one of the lost episodes would be the from the perspective of the korean husband and wife yeah and they would speak korean and my buddy ben was always driving and he'd be like what are they saying what's going on and then the smoke monster would come like oh no jack just died or you know we would start making things up <laughs> and uh we would freak him out but yeah lost was my favorite show to binge my wife my wife and i watched that show and we were so mad how it ended i was like you know how in the world are you gonna do it, that I would say it wasn't the worst ending. Oh, I would say there's many better endings, but there have been some really big stinkers that let me down. How I Met Your Mother, stinker of an ending. Uh, but like, yeah, but yeah, Lost, to me, it landed in a like a, a comfortable, cushy area that it didn't need. Like, it, it just, it didn't feel, you're right. It didn't feel right. Like didn't Titanic? Feel like... I mean, why did it have to end that way? Yeah, I mean, come on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Do you have a favorite artist of all time? Yes, uh, I would say Van Gogh. Uh, no, I'm just, uh, as far as musicians go, my OG f- favorite was was always, and you're gonna laugh. It was Mariah Carey. Like yeah. that was my girl, and her voice to this day, old school Mariah to me is the, the pinnacle of great voices. And uh, I, I I still love "Always Be My Baby" is one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, but also whoever whoever was Jiminy Cricket's voice singing voice, that dude just slate that last note dreams come true and he hits that high note and he holds it and i'm like wow it gets me every time yeah. uh but mariah was was up there and then and then when i was a little kid my favorite by far was michael jackson those were my two uh two that i, I went to the well a lot of times for uh and right now uh, if you have pinned me down and say who's your favorite uh 21 pilots man i love those guys i don't know if you know them yeah. very well but they're amazing uh, amazing duo uh that, that just is amazing so yeah is there a uh, dream duet i mean me and mariah would be pretty sweet uh <laughs> her voice isn't quite the same though um man yeah uh you know what i would love to do a song with billy joel that's my dude i would love to write with billy joel i think he's still got it in him he's he hasn't written a song since like 19 since the river of dreams man that was a great song and then he he like went out on top like a super bowl champ but i think if i brought him out of retirement and we did a christian song together it would just i could convert him to christianity it would be it would be such a story it'd be awesome awesome. (laughs) do you have a favorite ice cream flavor uh, yeah, it's, it's a controversial one. It's, it's called cherry cordial. Yeah. You guys are like, what the heck is that? Um, it's like cherry and chocolate mixed. I, I love it. And, uh, but, but I'll never go wrong with mint chocolate chip is also, is also up there. So now do you have a favorite Disney song? Uh, it is. I think it is when you wish upon a star, um, because it is like the original, it's like the theme song of Disney and thinking about it, like it is. Uh, so so beautiful it kind of encapsulates uh, encapsulates everything that you feel when you walk into Disney World when you see the fireworks at night when you ride those rides and just gives me all the feels um, but a sleeper hit if, if you wanted me to say the most underrated Disney song of all time is drum roll not in Nottingham on the from the Robin Hood soundtrack yeah what a song dude it's so it's so like it pulls at your heart Friar Tuck is in jail. Why is Friar Tuck in jail? It doesn't need to be happening. Something needs to change. And that's like the, the bottom of, you know, uh, but, but something about that song is just such a sweet, sweet melody. And uh, it really did inspire me to, to be some of my melodies that I do. I try to emulate not Nottingham. I will say, <laughs> man, like I've seen you post several YouTube videos of you like covering Disney songs and you do a uh, fantastic job. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. 
Do you have a favorite podcast, Dave? Oh, by far, Christian Music Guys podcast is up yeah, there. Is like number it's one. All, they, so they, nice they, when they get it on the first try. That's that's, that's it. Awesome. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll I'll do this for my buddies too. They have so they're yeah. some of my my old, old roommate and some other dudes have a, a podcast called A Talk to Remember, and it's a play oh, on nice. a walk to remember. And it's four dudes reviewing har- pretty harshly. Uh, uh, rom-coms chick flicks whatever you want to call them yeah. uh but it's a pretty hilarious they're a lot of real southern dudes and yeah they, they they tear some pretty down pretty hard uh but it's it's always a good time on, on a walk to, to remember. remember i'm gonna have talk to check to it remember, out for sure yeah, yeah it's great mm. every every hallmark movie <laughs> yeah do you have i any- might have made an appearance on the uh mariah carey glitter episode oh. uh which we all agreed was pretty was pretty garbage <laughs> <laughs> do you have a go-to bible verse uh, James 1, 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Uh, that one uh, just, you know, it makes your mind wonder, like, how do you even do that? Um, but but realizing that God's joy uh, is there for us, even at our absolute worst of times, is always a comfort. So, so Dave, what's next for Salvac Prophets, and how can our listeners keep up with you guys? Yeah, um, Keeping up, just sidewalkprofits.com and, and uh, Instagram, sidewalkprofits, all those places. Uh, I'm, I'm so, I'm 40, man. Like, I don't even know what the, the cool things are. We have a TikTok, believe it or not, but I think we've only posted, I posted the rap from You're Welcome uh, on there like three years ago. And uh, I don't know that we posted much else out over there. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, we're just getting ready to, to do this Songs and Stories tour. And while rehearsing for that, we've also been uh, writing or do it, laying down tracks for a new record. Um, a couple of the guys in the band are producing it along with uh, Mark Campbell, who used to be for King and Country. And, and so we're really, really excited about our new stuff. We have like 14 tracks that we're, we've recorded. And, nice. and uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, little by little f- finishing them up. So hopefully uh, come this fall, we'll have some, some brand new stuff. So we're super excited. So to wrap up, uh, I'd like to see I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life recently that would help build yeah. our listeners' faith. You know, to me, um, I, I really, I really am like I have all these. Uh, uh, I, I spend time, I spend time in the Word every day, and, and I have all these um, devos that I go through, and, and my wife and I spend time together reading them, and and then. What's hilarious is the things that last and the impact that God makes on me is always, always since he was born through my two-year-old. And uh, what was what was amazing is we had all of our friends over and, uh, for the Super Bowl and all the friends that we had over had babies. There was, a, there was like a three-month-old, a nine-month-old, another two-year-old and my son. And all these friends are there together with all their babies. And Rihanna's playing, and, and we're like, oh, this isn't that great, or whatever, you know, whatever we thought about it. Uh, you know, we're watching the halftime show, and I'm like, what? Halftime shows to me are just kind of fluff and uh, don't mean a whole lot. And then I turn around, and my son comes over, and he has the Bible. And he goes, I'm going to read the Bible right now. And so <laughs> here's my two-year-old son, and he un- unlocks his mama's Bible. He opens it up, and he goes, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves Dyke. Jesus loves mommy. Jesus loves Jonah. Jesus, and he's going through and quoting everybody in the room. And uh, we have just learned that at his nursery and church. And uh, and even though it, you know it's so simple, and he does it, you know, the most inner, inopportune time in the middle of the Super Bowl or whatever, um, it was impactful to me because I thought, man, that's that's how Jesus wants us to be is is just be more childlike in in the way that my son loves. Man, I, I see. Uh, 
he I don't know if the kids like it or not, but he's like me. When there's a kid crying in the nursery, he'll go run up to them and he'll just hug them for way too long. Mm-hmm. And, and like and I think that, you know, maybe we should verbally and, uh, uh, um, you know, hug each other. Uh, maybe not physically, like as much as my son does. But all that being said, like. I just hope that everybody out there just remembers uh, what a childlike faith can be and what it can do. Um, and, and for me, who you know, I've been a Christian. I got saved when I was four years old. I got baptized and, and grew up in the church. And, and sometimes being out on the road and, and doing all these things, you, you sometimes just forget uh, the power of a childlike faith and, and how, how you know, blatantly loving it is and how blatantly joyful it is. Uh, even when uh, things are good, bad, ugly, uh, you know, my son uh, always seems to, to put a smile on my face and joy in my heart. And so I just encourage everybody out there um, to go out and do your best uh, to live life. Like, a ch- I mean, there's a swing in our backyard and I haven't even swung on it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many things in life we take for granted. And, uh, and, and I think that God is just waiting for us to look at them, see the blessings he's placed right in front of us and, and grab onto them and find that joy that he's giving, even in the midst of our, our worst days. So awesome. Well, Dave, thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with us uh, this yeah. evening. And um, sidewalkprofits.com for this, any tickets for the songs and stories tour. That's and right. It's going to be incredible. And just, man, ride that Guardians ride when you go back I to will. Disney. J- Jake, okay, I got to ask you guys, what's your favorite Disney ride? Mine? Yeah. Oh. You put me on the spot. <laughs> Oh man, um, well, I, can, I can give you mine right away. Mine's go I yeah, go for it. Jesse. I go haven't ridden. Um, I rode the Millennium Falcon one. That was fun, but I liked more oh, Flight of the yeah. Avatar. Flight of the Avatar was awesome. Mm. Um, I didn't See, ride I still, the other man, one. Like, I can... What's the other Star Wars? I don't one? know. I can. Yeah, there's a new one. It's incredible. It's um, it's not the, not the Millennium Falcon. That's okay. Yeah. Right. It's the other the one. Um, I, I forgot. Rise the of the Resistance, or yes, Rise, Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, it, it was it was awesome. broken down when we my were there. Buddies. Disney yeah, my stepped buddy up their game. Yeah. yeah, I heard, I heard, and like that's what. Yeah, I, I I can get behind Star Wars and like Marvel being in this, but somehow like Avatar still is like I don't know, man. Like, but I get it. Like, I I I enjoy that land is so beautiful and stuff. But but yeah. So what about you, Jacob? Did you fig- figure it out? Yeah, I, I like dinosaurs at uh, Animal Kingdom. For real? Yeah, that one's really Dude, cool. That is the old school that is one. A, there's, yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of people that would see. My favorite was the the, the original Figment ride. You guys don't even guys, guys are old enough to have ever. Yeah, of course that. I do. Uh, Epcot, yeah. man. Before the they Dream got rid Finder, of them, man. that was it, man. When the Dream Finder, that. But anyways, I digress. Do you remember yeah, back in the day they it. had the Michael Jackson the three D? Yo, Captain Eo, dude. You yeah. better believe I wrote that. <laughs> Terrible actor. Just like Mariah and him are both the worst actors I've ever oh, seen. Absolutely. So this year, glad they never made a movie together. That would have been horrible. Thanks for listening, and thank you, Dave, for chatting with us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. Please leave a five-star review on our podcast. Follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. Check us out on our website at ChristianMusicGuys.com. There you'll find our blogs and how you can become a part of our support team. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.